Welcome to the Raising Christian Kids podcast. Your host, Leanne Mancini, is extremely passionate about helping children to have a strong foundation in Jesus. You will be equipped with methods and techniques to help solidify a relationship between your child and Jesus. So let's dig deep and raise strong Christian kids. Hello and welcome back to Raising Christian Kids. Well, have you ever wondered why are my children not listening to me? Or why is one child not listening to me when I tell them to do something? Why don't our kids listen? Isn't that a question all parents ask or wonder from some time or another? And what can I do to get them to listen or to obey? Well, based upon the age of your child and their personality, you may find you have one child that has no problem listening and obeying, and you have another child who seems to never listen to you and has a difficult time obeying or following instructions, and you're raising them exactly the same in the same household. It leaves us scratching our heads wondering why. Is our child purposely not wanting to listen to us? Or is our child a strong-willed child wanting his way above ours? Maybe none of that is the reason. I want to talk briefly about brain waves. Now, it may not sound like something interesting to you, and at first it wasn't to me. But I went to a conference this past December called Life Surge, and I heard some wonderful Christians such as Tim Tebow, Willie Robertson, Nick Vujicic, and others. And after the conference, I signed up to attend some classes that they were having. And these classes were geared to help Christian business owners. The first class I attended was taught by Lori Waddell, and she was wonderful. And during her class, she talked about the Theta brainwave. And it piqued my interest because it has something to do with children before the age of six and under. The Theta brainwave has a lot to do with why our children don't listen. This is the stage of development when a child's delightful imagination runs wild. When you see a child with a broom and he or she says, it's a horse, don't tell the child it's only a broom. It's a horse in the child's mind because at this wonderful stage of life, the theta brain waves dominate their brain function. It's a state in which imagination and reality become entangled. In the child's mind, the broom truly has become a horse. And the experts say that we can damage our children if we are hypercritical or if we say stuff to them, can't you do what I tell you? Why won't you listen to me? You never pay attention to me when I talk to you. You know, in our anger, we tend to spew out negative words or statements. Dr. Bruce Lipton, a cell biologist and lecturer who is an international recognized leader in bridging science and spirit, addresses this young age of a child and theta brainwaves. He says, and this is a quote, this ingenious design behavior download system can be hijacked by hypercritical parents. Most of us grew up in families where we downloaded criticism from our parents. Such parental coaching efforts require that children have the consciousness to interpret the positive logic behind their parents' negative critiques. But a child's brain predominantly operates below conscious levels in the first six to seven years of life. During those years, a child is unable to intellectually understand that verbal barbs or jabs or rude remarks are not true. The parent's negative assessment are downloaded as truth just as surely as bits and bytes are downloaded to the hard drive of your desktop computer. 
Critical parents have no idea that in their effort to help, they're actually sentencing their child to go through life feeling unworthy. And I will have the link to that article in the show notes. And recently I talked about not exasperating our children or provoking them to anger. And this is one way we can do that by being hypercritical towards a young child who really is only doing what God has created him to do. And part of the side effect of that is that sometimes he doesn't listen or pay attention like we would like them to. So as we understand, it is never good to be hypercritical of our children. The science behind it proves it. So this theta brainwave is also called the frontal theta power, and it regards the cognitive process such as attention, learning, and memory. And maybe this is why a lot of children say, I forgot, I forgot, mommy, I forgot, mommy. And there's another expert, and I'll have her article in the show notes, Amanda Gatchett. She's a hypnotherapist, LPN, and EFT practitioner. And so she states these two main brave waves in children, the theta. They live in a realm of imagination, daydreaming, and still not able to show signs of critical rational thinking. This is a super learning state where the child is open to suggestion. These children are likely to accept what you tell them as true. And then there's beta. The beta brainwave is from ages 7 through 12 and onwards. And this is when the brain activity increases in the world of conscious analytical thinking. The mind is awake, focused, and alert, and is capable of logical thinking. Adults spend most of their time in this cycle. So as we understand, the age between zero and six is a critical time in helping our children install positive beliefs about themselves and to possibly understand why they don't listen to us or obey us as we'd like them to. It's amazing to understand that at the age of seven, again, seven is a number of completion in God's economy, that children grow into a cycle that now allows them to listen and to obey better than they did before. And this is why you read articles about a toddler's defiance. They really are not being defiant, probably. They're just not capable of reasoning, and they're self-centered as they seek to find their independence. So in other words, pre-logical thinking, right? That's what it is. So it may not be defiance. Instead, it's, a, it's an immature brain functioning, Repeating the rule or instructions isn't enough. Having them repeat the rule back to you isn't enough. Talking, lecturing, and so on won't help. Instead, with these young children, help your child to reflect and to learn from their mistakes in a warm, encouraging, and sensitive way. Also, maybe give them a second chance if it is something that is not extremely important that they need to listen to the first time. You know, we serve a God who gives us second and third and fourth and fifth chances. And I bet you can tell when they are being defiant or purposely not listening to your commands. But just know that there may be times they are not able to do so. And for older children, make sure you have their full attention and ask them to repeat back to you the command that was given. And discuss what you expect from them during a time when you have their full attention maybe at a dinner table or when they are in a car. There is a book titled Brain Stages, How to Raise Smart, Confident Kids and Have Fun Doing It. And I'll have the links in the show notes. And Colossians 3.12 tells us, Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, 
meekness and patience. For this is how, and this isn't part of the Bible verse, but you all know what I'm going to say. This is how we will raise strong Christian kids. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app.